drop that knowledge on me. I could not make this up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. DJ Killer Kid. Mouse. And A. Dizzle. Uh oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jesus. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make the show. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, and A. Dizzle. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. A. Dizzle. Episode 321. Wrong. 321. Wrong. 322? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> He's a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, how was the week? Uh, pretty cool, man. Um, I, so I lied about Thanksgiving, you know, uh, not about to be eating it all week. Uh, I think I'm already over it at this point. What's today? Today's Sunday. Yeah. Last day. No, last day was probably Friday. Damn. <laughs> See, I played it. I'll play this smart. I'll let you finish how your week was, but I definitely skipped Friday Thanksgiving altogether. We had pizza, you know, ordered out. I'm celebrating off this diet. <laughs> and then Saturday, I was with the boys. We had more pizza. So today, See? today is turkey. Today uh, is corn mm. and green beans and mac and cheese. I'm one more go. Man, put some water on that shit. No, <laughs> I'm good. Today's the last day. Today's definitely. How it's it's got to be the last day. But uh, family came into town. I got uh, three older brothers. One is from Georgia and one is in Virginia. So they came up, kicking it at my mom's crib. A uh, lot of spades, uh, got into poker. Poker was pretty cool. So just chilling with the fam. Uh, any, any drinks? No. Nice. No. Nice. Nice. <laughs> you know that was a tough question for both of us. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> now we'll get into the, we'll get into the no blank November a little later, but I, I'm I'm still going strong for the most part. Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> But nah, pretty chill. Thank goodness this isn't a family show. Right. <laughs> pretty, pretty chill. Um, yeah, didn't do too much. Play basketball. Oh, y'all saw the race. Yeah. 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 It was a good little 40-yard 40 yard, 40 yard dash. You came in second. Second. Strong. It was a little hilly. It was hilly. So there's your excuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, for real, because if you see the person that got first place, his little slope his he had a straight slope, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he, he was he, on top of the hill. He was on top of everything. <laughs> I had a little slope, and then the, the dude that fell, he had a big dip. So I'm glad I wasn't where he was because it would have been all bad. Who were you racing? Um, my wife's uh, two little brothers, 20 years old and 16. So they had youth on their side. <laughs> Did they come cabrooing with us? No, 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 okay. no other brother. She has a lot of family. Okay, that's what's up. Nice. So you're over, because I saw y'all playing cards, and I seen the pizza broke out on Friday. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, leftovers are done, or y'all done with leftovers? Right. <laughs> now nah, we got leftovers. They sitting in the fridge, though. They're going to be in the trash. They're going to be in the trash by the time I get home. I'm not eating that no more, bro. Damn, what happened? I don't know. It wasn't Usually, good. No, it, it was they good. don't listen. It's cool. You can you can keep it real with us. <laughs> it wasn't good. Somebody messed it up. Somebody burnt the turkey. No, no, everything was solid. Every all the, the food was good, but I just I I ate so much Thanksgiving Day, 
um went to two different houses took to go plates on thursday uh friday during the day you ate the thanksgiving meal like i wasn't cooking breakfast we got all this good thanksgiving food so i ate that friday friday night i'm not about to eat another plate of the same stuff sure you are nah that's breakfast and then yesterday <laughs> my wife's father's side had thanksgiving meals so uh, we had the fresh thanksgiving food saturday as well mm, I'm okay not, i'm not eating it again bro so you've been going hard all weekend yeah. fair enough fair <laughs> enough fair enough killer was popping man for me it's pretty much the same um only thing i add is that my edible week uh edible was kind of busy the front half monday tuesday wednesday um we hit 50 orders on wednesday um and then thursday i kind of played it a little smart, but a little foolish. So what I did was we had some steaks in the fridge, and they had been unthawing from the freezer, and we needed to cook them. So I woke up Thursday morning like, let's just, it was early. I'm like, let's just make these steak and eggs at like 8 o'clock, and we just go to mom's at like 3 and be starving. Like, that was like the plan down there. So not thinking, made eggs for me. It was just me, my wife, and Camille because my other two were already at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. So... Made the steaks, made the eggs. So everything was good. But I get to mom's house when it's time to eat, and I see my favorite deviled egg sitting there. Mm. And I wasn't thinking about it. I already had probably three eggs this morning. <laughs> I went over there. I'm three or four of those in before we even eat. Popping them like Tic Tac. Walk, walk, walking by, <laughs> just grabbing one. You go and saying hi to everybody, do your lap. You end up back in the kitchen, up, grab another one. So I had way too many eggs Thursday. <laughs> So that led to the I'm not really doing Thanksgiving Friday. And also shout to Chad, uh, the other owner of Edible. Um, he deep fried, smoked, whatever, these turkeys for me and Sam and his parents. So I went and picked up a turkey Thursday. It took us to my mom that we really didn't really really didn't get a chance to get into because they already had ham and turkey there. Mm-hmm. So we brought that home just yesterday. That's been my mom's in the fridge since Thursday. Um Sam, uh, the other manager, Edible. Um, shout to Mitch. Y'all know Mitch that mm-hmm. does the flyers and stuff. He was helping Where her cook. The bar. He um, made some jerk turkey something. Mm. It was like a jerk flavor. So I put in a bid when I dropped her. I dropped her turkey off. Like, hey, can I get some of that? I need a piece of that. So she put me something to the side. I picked that up Friday. So that was my little Thanksgiving ish. But it was something different that I hadn't yeah. had yet. So. Uh, yesterday was all we had pizza. Didn't touch nothing. So today I'll definitely get into the, the, the turkey that Chad got for us. Hopefully it's not too dried out. I'm gonna have to figure out how to doctor it. it up. Yeah, and maybe put it in the air fryer or something just to heat it up. But had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I didn't do too much shopping. Did a little shopping on the on the Black Friday and on the internet with Amazon <laughs> deals and. I put a couple things out there for for the fam, but um, overall, man, it was just a solid week. I had mixes on the radio that did well. Shout to Hot 102. They always let me uh, do my thug thizzle, and I appreciate it, so that was always a good vibe, and it was a solid weekend. I had a weekend off, so got, mm-hmm. got to watch my Buckeyes, uh, even though it was ugly. Uh, I get to watch my Bengals today. I don't have to go to work, so having a solid weekend. So all in all, good week. Dope. As for your boy, Last week, obviously, I got sick. And yeah. I 
Do I sound better? You sound way better. Do Tone I look Loke, better? Tone Locus no more. Do I look myself again? You do. Okay, I don't look like green in the face. Because <laughs> I saw the video, I was like, damn, you look yeah, like when you, shit. When you came on that on that Zoom, I was the first thing I said was, damn, you all right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not all right. But I'm back. I'm back. So I was off all week. Yeah. But being sick is not the same. It's not the same. You don't get to just take a nap because I feel like taking a nap. You're sleeping because you can't do anything else. Yeah. So were you off because you were sick or you were just already off and got sick? So I got sick somewhere between Friday when mm-hmm. Killer heard me on the radio <laughs> and it really hit me on Saturday evening. So I was intending on coming to work on Monday because I always come to work on Monday before the holiday because after the food drive, I got to write recaps and send them off to our sponsors and make sure all the ducks is in a row in time for the holiday and I'll make sure everything's good for everybody. But I wasn't coming in. I was in no shape to be mm-hmm. in the building, be around people. Lord, forgive me if I get anybody sick. Mm-hmm. So I stayed at home and I worked from home on a Monday and I use that term very loosely, work from home, <laughs> had the computer in the bed, wrote a recap, went to sleep, woke up, checked my email, replied some emails, went back to sleep. So it was like one of those. So Tuesday rolls around. That's when my vacation, quote unquote, really started. So by then I was feeling better, but still not great. So, you know, just lazy around the house. But by Wednesday, I was good. I was like, all right, I'm good. I can actually move around. Because Thursday up. was a big day for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was the start of your uh, get to it get to it absolutely so you know thursday i I take that back i actually had a beer on friday no no wednesday had a beer i was like man fuck it i've been sick i know i'm supposed to break that tomorrow fuck it right had a brew i was like yeah yeah feels good feels good then picked up some some deli on we was deli on all weekend oh, long. Okay. Didn't we see some Mad Dog? Did you? Did <laughs> yeah, you yeah, no, I ain't buy that shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, let's get weird. Yeah, I was like, I saw the wife like, Kel, come back with a vengeance. Yeah. She made the screw face like, ooh. No, hell no, hell no, hell no. But uh, no, started started the process of getting back into the alcohol and, and sweets for Thanksgiving. Uh, Shouts out to the wife. She made some everything. I didn't cook. I was there to wash dishes and have moral support. But uh, we got a marble cake, which we bashing, had cookies, had alcohol, broke that fast like none other. But <laughs> today is the absolute last day of the sweets and alcohol. Probably not even going to have no alcohol today, but today is the last day of cookies and to finish off this marble cake and finish off this Thanksgiving food. Uh, got out there a little bit on Friday, did some uh, Black Friday shopping, had some stuff to return. Well, she had some stuff to return. And, you know, I rolled with her. Felt good to get out the house because I was trapped in the house. By no. I heard it was nuts. Heard it was there. crazy. Heard, heard it was crazy. Nuts. No, we just uh ran over to um Fairfield Mall. Okay. Ran over there for a little minute. Was uh, there some deals for real? Because I ain't went Black Friday shopping no. in years. No. The only thing it, I saw, Walmart had a TV for like 200 that was supposed to be like a 60-inch or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you can you could have bought it online for 250 Exactly. So, like, basically, the Black Friday deals have already started online. They've been going for weeks. Cyber Monday deals already happen. It's, uh Small Business Saturday deals are already going on. So you can take advantage of whatever without mm-hmm. even leaving the house. Excuse me. Um, the reason we had to leave the house is because we had to return stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was the only reason we were really even leaving. Like, all right, man, let's get out the house. Let's get some fresh air. It was nice outside. It was like 50-plus degrees. Did that, and then I guess we can talk about what happened on Saturday. 
Well, hold on. Because I want to ask y'all. Please delay that. Because <laughs> social media been like up in people's cooking game. Have y'all? Did y'all try any new Thanksgiving no. like variations? No. Because you talking about jerk turkeys. Well, that was, so that was the first, yes. Yeah, so that I did shit sound that. fire. It was delicious. It was. She gave me like the drum, like the leg. So I had that. Um, and I even wanted to make sure I reheated it right. So mm. I'm like on YouTube trying to figure out the best, the best method. <laughs> and I ended up, I think I started out putting it in the oven for a little bit. Didn't like how it was processing. So I ended up putting <laughs> it in the air fryer and that was good. Um, but... That was the first I ever had anything out the norm. That was the first, and it was delicious. Yeah, I saw somebody do a fried deviled eggs. I've never seen or heard of it. So I had them at a restaurant before. Um, I think I want to say I was in Arizona or something, but it was a fried deviled egg. It was like an appetizer. I tried it at a restaurant. I had it in Gatlinburg, but the n- never had it for a holiday. Uh, what did I have? I had sweet potato cornbread, and that shit was fire. Like, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Like, it was just orange, nice little, it was almost like a cake, but it was cornbread, but shit was good as fuck. I'm trying to think, because there was some other shit, pumpkin cheesecake or something. I didn't really had too many sweets, man. My daughter, shout out to my middle kid, Karma, man. She took on the, my mom's being in a walker, needed a lot of assistance getting ready for the holiday, because she always does Thanksgiving, and she didn't want to break that tradition. So she invited Carmen over there, probably... Friday, because they was off school for the whole week of Thanksgiving. She was over there for like a whole week, but she helped her prep the food. She did all the leg work with moms being able to sit there and say, cover this with foil, put this on your, like she was walking mm-hmm. her through it, but Carmen did all the work. Dope. So I called her at nine in the morning. She peeling potatoes. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I remember them days Nana had me up doing that shit. Now it's you. I was, I was proud of her, but she got, a, she got a full standing ovation from everybody at the house for her hard work. She even punked me and uh, Papa into getting the Christmas stuff out so she could start on that Friday after Thanksgiving. She already got the Christmas tree up. She wow. She's been over there working. So she took on a lot of responsibility and helping out, and my mom really appreciated her Dope. stepping up. And she made um, a lemon cake, and she made a strawberry pie or something that we we all tore down. So we that was about all the sweets I had, though, was just what my daughter had made. We didn't really have a whole but We usually have a table. Mm-hmm. Just for the desserts, and it mm. was light because my mom on a diet. It was a small, just me, me and my family. So we did pretty well on the dessert side this year. It wasn't heavy. It's usually heavy <laughs> brownies and everything. I don't experiment, man. No, no, <laughs> not Keep even it regular. The sweet potato cornbread. I would have tried it. That might be like a, a new prefer <laughs> over the regular cornbread. That sounds nice. I would try it, but like. I like staples. Yeah. I like traditional food. Like, I don't like trying new shit, man, especially on Thanksgiving. Like, all right, we going over somebody's house. They got a barbecue. Hey, man, I made this concoction. All right, I try it out. But for Thanksgiving, if that shit is terrible, nigga, <laughs> what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? You fold that plate in half so nobody can see it and slide it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up something, killer. Christmas tree is up. Is the Christmas tree up at your house as well? Hell no. But I know she's gonna be on it. She's probably when is it going it. up? She'll probably ask today, and it'll probably go up this week. It won't happen today because time I get, I gotta run to Kroger's and get some catfish after this, so we can have some catfish today for the game. So time I do all that, I'm not gonna want to, you know, one o'clock come around, it's over. 
red zone till eight. So <laughs> probably uh, I'm off Wednesday, maybe Wednesday. We'll start getting it up because my stepdad, uh, he's uh, he's already gotten with Carmen's help getting her because he skipped a year or two with the pandemic and. Mm-hmm. They're big on putting up a, the whole shebang of indoor outdoor arrangements oh, and ornaments, no. and he uh, FaceTimed us yesterday on some like uh, national lampoons where he was outside. <laughs> he was outside on FaceTime turning the shit on, and it didn't come on. It was fucking mm-hmm. hilarious. He didn't have something plugged in, so he had to go fix it while he was on FaceTime. But um, he got the outside lights up. She got the inside stuff going over there. So that's usually what we do: is go over there about the twenty third, twenty fourth, and just spend it with them. Let them. Because they, they really help us out throughout the year with just picking up the kids, watching the kids when I'm DJing, when I'm out of town. So they really enjoy or they they really miss having those little ones around and that Christmas thing with me being 40 and just they're being older. So we usually just stay over there and let them experience that 5 o'clock wake up of, it's Christmas, yeah, come on. Come on and wake up two parents. So. <laughs> when a tree going up at y'all house? Uh... I'm off till Wednesday, so I might nice. might use a couple of days to get the lights going. We got a small tree, so it ain't no big deal. Just a couple pieces, pluck them together. <laughs> the dogs get into it? Uh, No, the cat does, though. Goodness. Yeah, it's an animal house, man. Animal <laughs> kingdom over there. <laughs> tree is going up today at 5 o'clock. Damn. Time 5 stamped. o'clock. You know I me. I know y'all schedules. You know me, yeah, bro. I'm on a tight bro. schedule here, people. Not 4.30. <laughs> 4.30 is the last call for the beer before you put up the <laughs> tree <laughs> no i forgot you forgot on tuesday i was supposed to go get a haircut but since i was sick i had to cancel that so i don't know next i need to check and see when is the next time yeah, i'm gonna be able wednesday to go get a haircut yeah i'm, I'm, I'm itchy i've been, I've here. been mm-hmm. midweek haircuts for like the last three or four months and i like prefer it yeah me i too. like getting the tuesday wednesday cut i feel like it's perfectly where i want it to be by friday saturday and then <laughs> and then if i want to go week by week if i'm busy i can go get fresh and dubbed if not Two weeks out, another Tuesday, Wednesday. Facts. I love it. Facts. All right, man. Let's talk about it. The Ohio State Buckeyes got their ass kicked by Michigan yesterday. Dizzle, did you watch the game? I did. Damn. I see? Did. Boom. Damn. Blame him. Yeah. You don't watch the game all season yeah, long. The first game you watched, That's we facts. got our ass kicked. God damn it. That's where it was at. And you know what? They didn't start getting their ass kicked. Till I start watching. <laughs> I started watching the third quarter. Huh? Yeah, because we was up. But when I turned it on, we was up. Uh, that shit got bad quick, though. Man, very man. bad. Very bad. Man, very ugly, bad. Very ugly, sad. Ugly, ugly. I, I, I took that energy of being off this that this weekend. It's like, man, how often do I go sit with the fellas, grab, grab some drink, and just really have a moment. Yeah, you I, was in the chat with it. You was pumped. I I don't get that. I mean, I was I was at Kroger's at like eleven, FaceTiming the fellas. Like, what we doing, Lobos? We doing Terramana? What what we doing here? So, I grabbed a drink, went over to my boy's house, had a great little pregame session, watching the game. Things going well. Ended up ordering Casanos, so that was right on time. And then as soon as we ate, it was like halftime was over and Ohio State was over. <laughs> They didn't show up second half. I don't understand how you go in the locker room and come out with that as your second half prep. Like, I, I, offense didn't look right. Defense was getting shredded. Big play after big play, um, and it went downhill fast. So it sucked. It sucked. But you gotta take these on the chin. Being a Buckeye, if you're gonna be a Buckeye fan and support the Buckeyes and believe in them like you do, you gotta say, hey, we got our asses handed to us. It was one of them ones. They. They on a two-game, two-year winning streak, and I hate it. 
hate it so much. So Ryan Day one and two. Man, so first of all, one, I had to host the Ohio State pregame show. Now, normally, in a normal world, I watch this game at home. Yeah. I don't like watching games around people, especially games of this magnitude. I need to be at the crib, focus, dialed in. Don't bother me. Mm-hmm. But, hey, man, can you come host this pregame with me? Got a little bit of money for you. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to take care of you on the food side. Yeah. And you can leave at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Perfect like, scenario. Shit, shit, host a pregame, get paid, get fed, and I... I ain't even got to really even stay if I don't want to, mm-hmm. but I'll stay till halftime because I don't want to miss none of the game. So, boom. That's all that happens. Yeah. Everything's going cool. Wasn't super happy how the first half ended. Obviously, them giving up a big play, and they're leading going up. They were up by three going into mm-hmm. halftime. Like, all right, we're winning. Forget it. Fine. So, we're driving home. Listen to the second half on the radio, and boom, Michigan scores right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So, as soon as I get in the house, we're losing, and I start panicking. I'm going through the emotions. And then Michigan starts to pull away, and they start running the ball a lot. <laughs> and that's that's something that I always try to stress to people, man. Like, look, man, you can have the most athletic dude. You can have the fastest. The dude can jump the highest. Da, 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 all this athleticism. The game of football is one in the trenches. And you got to know where to be. Plain and simple. <laughs> look, it's as simple as this, man. And my people that listen to the podcast know this. It's a school up in Cleveland called Glenville. Super powerhouse program in like the late 90s, early 2000s. They're real good this year. They're back in the state championship this year. But they used to be D1. Ted Ginn went there. Troy Smith, uh, Cardell Jones, basically a pipeline to Ohio State. You go there, you ball there, you go to Ohio State, you mm-hmm. go to the NFL. But they could never win the chip because they will run into a more physical team. Being physical in football still matters. I was talking to my boy JG. He played football for Bowling Green. Uh, actually played on Urban Meyer's first team at Bowling Green. And I told him, Ohio State is prettier than me in 1998. <laughs> if you can dig my drift. You know, uh, pretty boys back in the day. Right. That's cool when you're pulling chicks. That's not cool when you're trying to win a football game. Yeah. And that's what this not only offense is, but that's what this defense is. So... For people complaining and saying this and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba didn't play, or we had our third string running back, I don't care nothing about that. They ain't had their first string running back. Mm-hmm. They won fair and square. And when we pull stuff like, oh, man, maybe we should have more coaches from Ohio so they could care more about the game, you discredit the other team, man. Just get the other team their props. They, they won yeah. fair and square. They played on the field. They beat us, and they beat us good. And then Baker Mayfield us at the end. Uh, I didn't Ooh, see that. I didn't see that till I, I saw that on I social saw it media this morning. I'm like, man, yeah, they I rubbed it, it in. Yeah, that shit was bad, man. Are we? Uh, Twitter's blaming the coach, play calling, third, third down, fourth down, just being too conservative, being a little timid. Man, I blame the players, man. Mm. I blame the players. Look, man, you can't be five star, four star, da 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 da. I'm the best thing since sliced bread and drop passes. Mm-hmm. You can't be the about to be a first-round pick quarterback and miss dudes that's wide open. You just can't. They have McCarthy looking like college Chad Henney. Man, I DBs, mean. you <laughs> you four or five stars. You got dudes spinning you like a top. It's one thing to get mossed, you know, dude just out-jump yeah. you or take the ball away from you. But, like, he got you spinning like a top. Like, literally spun him like a top. And mm-hmm. literally, 
I could have did the exact same thing you did. Right. <laughs> like, there's no bullshit. Like, yeah. look, man, I don't have any of the type of coaching. I'm not as athletic as you are. But dude spun you like a top. And that's what exactly would have happened if I was out there. Right. So what's the difference between me and you? Exactly. There's nothing because he embarrassed you. Man. And it was bad, man. Was so ugly. Michigan, they're going to the Big Ten Championship game. Ohio State sits and waits. Now, me being the avid college football fan that I am, I have worked out a scenario that Ohio State can still make the college football playoff. Want to hear it? Sure. Here you go. So, wait, wait, wait. How many? Is it eight teams this year? Four. Just four. Okay. Next okay. year, I think it goes up, right? <clears throat> uh, I think two years, I think it goes up to 12. Okay. So, we root for Georgia in the SEC championship game over LSU. Okay. Georgia's the best team out there. We, <clears throat> excuse me, we, we root for Michigan. To win <laughs> Big Ten championship game next week versus Purdue, so they're in. So that's two spots. But now we root for Kansas State to upset TCU. TCU is undefeated. They have already beat Kansas State this year. It's hard to beat a team twice in college football. Go K State. Okay, that's one. And two on Friday night, Pac-12 championship. It is Utah versus USC. Go Utah Utes. One of those happens, we probably make it. Both of them happen, we definitely make it. So Utah wins and TCU loses. Yes. Against K-State. Yep. So So K-State and Utah. Utah. And we back in business. And then we get embarrassed in the college football playoff. And (laughs) it's all good, right? It's all good. It'd be nice to still get in there. Right, exactly. It better not be too lost Alabama. I'll tell you that. Well, I'll say this. If both teams lose... Ohio State and Bama going to be in it. Again? For sure. For <laughs> sure. Even though Alabama has beaten absolutely nobody this yeah. year. They literally have not beat a ranked opponent this year. And the two ranked opponents, they've lost to. They lost to Tennessee and they lost to LSU. Mm. So, Ohio State, at least they do have a victory over Notre Dame and a victory over Penn State. So, so I will Ohio not, State I will probably not watch. Have, I will not watch none of these games going forward. Correct. I'll just get the updates. Correct, and I'll be watching the game at home, and I'll be hitting on my brother because he went to his Ohio State bar out there in Las Vegas, and they lost. So he also is getting blamed for this. <laughs> You're getting blamed. I'm getting blamed. My brother's getting blamed. Not the coach. No nope. <laughs> order play call. Nope. Okay. It's all on us. <laughs> it's Ryan Day on the nights with the one yeah. and two. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He's uh, definitely going to be on the hot seat uh, this upcoming season. Look, man, you lose these games to them, and now – by losing last year, you let them gain momentum. Now they believe they can win. They got the juniors coming back. They ain't lost yeah. yet. Yeah, now, and this team is younger than the team they had last year. So mm-hmm. now they got confidence coming next year. And next year we got to go to their spot. And then, obviously, with Jackson Smith and Jigba not playing at all this season, he's going to the pros. Then C.J. Stroud probably going to the pros. Mm-hmm. So now we're breaking in a whole new quarterback. So, yeah, they got the momentum. And this is another reason why I was always – Happy, obviously, that we've dominated for the last, I don't know, 20 years. But I remember Tim Biakabatuka running rough shot over us 300-plus mm-hmm. yards. I remember Desmond Howard being from Cleveland, Ohio, having that pump return on us. Mm-hmm. I remember Charles Woodson having a pump return on us. So all the glory that I, I experienced these years, I remember the sorrow. So all the fans that just, you know, jumped aboard or basically weren't born until we started dominating. Right. Like, we feel like it's our birthright. Well, you know, this shit sways, and that's what yeah. rivalries do. You know, yeah. they go one way, and then they go back the other way, and then they go back the other way. So right now, 
is starting to tick their way again. Not not even starting. Like, it is their way now. They won two in a row, fair and square. Yeah. And now it's our job to get it back. Get that shit back, Coach Day. Or at least to. make it a little closer. The last two the wins, we've been, we been blown out. Last I need two. a dub. I need dubs. I don't need close losses. Close <laughs> losses hurt more than blowouts. Yeah. All right, so Springfield. <coughs> Chill with the cough. My fault, man. I'm smoking. <laughs> Springfield versus St. Ed's D1 State Final Friday night. Springfield is back versus St. Ed's for it all. And they Shots came back and beat Moeller to do it. Big win. Huge that, win that for was, Coach Mo. I was I was kind of following that on Twitter, just kind of like they was down I think by one or two scores, I want to say. And uh, I saw that fourth quarter score. I said, oh, shit, they winning. So, yeah, shouts to Trotwood alum, Mo Doug, um, former Trotwood coach as well. Um, but, yeah, he's a uh, – know his family well, um, DJ for them before. So, um, but I'm, I'm, I hope they can do it. I yeah. Hope, I hope Springfield can really pull that off because that would be a big win for the program. And it's D1, right? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they D1. So, that's that's huge. That's yeah, huge. especially versus, you know, Moeller and St. Ed's, like, that's a gauntlet. Yeah. So for y'all from being from Dayton and Springfield being a rival of both y'all high schools, mm-hmm. where does it start? Where does it end? When do you start rooting for the team from the area to bring it home, be it they are a rival? So for me, it was Springfield North and Springfield South. Okay. So in my high school years, you had uh, two different schools that, that was kind of made up of Springfield. Now they've kind of combined Springfield into one big school. So when they combined them, I kind of like, ah, I support now. Nah, <laughs> it's just one big Springfield. Because I can remember years where Springfield North was the dogs and, and, and you didn't want to mess with them. And I remember a couple years, South had a couple good teams. They was mostly, quote, unquote, the hooder side. <laughs> um, but I can remember definitely uh, – that being a thing where you played both Springfields and it was both like both was still rivalry feeling because it was Springfield. So just uh, uh, I'm happy to see them doing well as a collective yeah. town now, just one big school. That's always made the most sense to me. Yeah. Now they got the 937. You know what? St. Edwards is Cincinnati? Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nah, yeah. We, we room for Springfield all the way, man. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I never root for like St. Ed's or St. Ignatius, especially when they go up against a public school, even though they are from Cleveland and all that. I, I rarely do that. Now, if it was like Minner or for goodness sakes, my high school, you already know what I would be on, but you know, they're not, they lost, but yeah. And me not being from here, but being here long enough, I root for all the schools from the area to yeah. do good in the playoffs. And I hope they bring it home, man. It'd be pretty cool. You actually, be able to hear that game on our sister station, 1410 Wing AM. Nice. We'll be broadcasting the game, so definitely be on the lookout for that on Friday. Being being from here, North Mount was Trotwood's biggest rivalry when I was in high school, and my children now go to North Mount, <laughs> and I can never, I can't put on nothing that say North Mount. I can't root for nobody. Even, like, my child was trying out for tennis, <laughs> and we went to watch a tennis match, and they playing another school, and they playing well. But I'm rooting for the like good shot, Sarah. <laughs> like not never Northmont, but good shot individual or good you know good play individual. So that's that's where I'm at with it. My daughter tries to get me shirts. She knows I'm not gonna wear them. It's just one line. I can't. I don't think I ever be able to cross that line of being putting on some Northmont shit. Never. There you go. Never. There you go. Dizzle, you brought up the Jerry Jones stuff. 
<clears throat> yeah, this kind of took over the the Thanksgiving football. Did, what, did y'all even watch the Thanksgiving football? For sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Some pretty good games. I think all of them were within a, a touchdown. The last one was solid. That was uh, the one that was the least anticipated, at least wanted to be watched. And it ended up being a nice, mm-hmm. nice game for the late night. Yeah. But um, none of that mattered. You know, what, what really mattered was this uh, photo of Jerry Jones back in 1957. 14-year-old um, Jerry Jones, right? Is that right? I yeah, he's he like said, 15, yeah. yeah. So he was uh, spotted at a desegregation protest. Um, this is out in Arkansas. You can see in the pictures maybe a few black folks in there trying to get to, I guess, get to school. Mm-hmm. And then just a mob of white folks out there preventing them from doing so and i don't know how or who got this picture and was able to just oh there's jerry jones right so you bring <laughs> that up this picture is famous mm-hmm. this, this this is a very famous picture this picture's been out there for years like if you go to textbooks this picture's in there yeah of talks about desegregation and the riots and all everything that went on in arkansas at this time this mm-hmm. picture's been out here for decades like i've seen this picture when i was in high school right the person that whoever realized that was Jerry Jones, I don't know what they were on, but maybe they were just looking at it one day and just, you know how you just like walk past something and you, it finally catches your eye? It must have been like a situation like that because I've seen this picture years and years and years. I mean, shoot, Jerry Jones has been in the spotlight since the Cowboys in the 90s with Emmitt Smith and, mm-hmm. and all those guys. So I've seen his face a million and one times. After I've seen this picture, yeah, and never in a million years have I saw him there. Somebody but as soon to, as they put that, that red, yeah. red yeah. circle around there, know the know the group of guys in that picture. Somebody had to be like, "Damn, that's Jerry." You know what <laughs> like, <saying>? damn. <laughs> and I give Jerry Jones credit. He looks exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> it looks exact. Like soon as they said Jerry Jones, the circle's like hell yeah, that's him. Yeah, it ain't no denying that, bro. Right. Ain't no, nah, I wasn't there. That wasn't me. That's not me. Nah, bro. Did y'all hear his reply? That's you. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you think about his reply? So he says what? Like uh, he was there out of curiosity, yeah, just to kind of see what was going on. You know, he didn't know what he was there for. Just kind of. A, I guess a fly on the wall just to see what was going on. Just to be clear, is this like the Little Rock Nine? Yes. Like, this is that yes. time. <laughs> this yes. Is, this, this is, is the it. Monumental moment in black history. Yes. <laughs> Damn. That's, that's why the picture being out there for so many decades and it finally coming to light that he's one of the people in there is just crazy. Yeah. It's just insane, man. Wow. So, what did y'all think about his excuse? Not a good enough apology. We need this nigga to meet with Dr. Umar. <laughs> yeah, we got to have a list of demands. We need this nigga to attend the BT Soul Awards <laughs> for four years. Uh, we need a Millie uh, donated to the UK Make This Up podcast fund. That's, that's a for sure. Before he can uh, own his team or he got to sell his team to, to us. I don't know, man. <laughs> that's the answer I expected him to give being the the person he is as far as like he's a billionaire he owns the most famous team in damn near sports you know what i'm saying so like i i felt that's the answer he would give because he got 50 60 years of time and space in between that moment and like now which is like cancel culture heavy so like no matter what he's done he still got all this time to be like like man i was curious Kid in that time, fifteen. I was fifteen. I'm seventy now, guys. Like you know, what I'm saying like, 
And so I just, it was the answer I expected from someone in that time and space. People can change. People can develop and understand more. But it was just the answer I expected him to give. It's the answer that you give, but you have to give it more polished. Correct. You give that answer, but you have to keep it a buck. Like, man, yeah, I remember that day. What a crazy time we lived in back then. Mm-hmm. I was just a curious kid. I was I was just following the crowd, seeing what was going on. But how he was, I was like DJ. Like so, when you're not polished with the answer, that's what causes people to look at you with the stank eye and everything. Like reading on paper is one thing, but having a whole bunch of cameras in your face—that's your opportunity to say how you really feel and give a genuine answer. So his shit just wasn't polished. And him for being in the media for so long and having cameras in his face for so many decades, you would expect somebody to be more polished than that. It felt like somebody outside of his staff that he just know personally hit him up like, hey, it's coming your way. And he like, huh. <laughs> and then it came his way. And he was just like, uh, uh. <laughs> he like, yeah. he was stuck. And he had to really come up with something on the spot. That's what it felt like. It was an on the spot answer but it still felt like the answer that the billionaire gives yeah for sure and you know what he could be telling the truth he could uh, could possibly be telling the truth but it didn't come off that way exactly how many of us have been 15 16 years old at a place we shouldn't have been and that was truly it we Mm -hmm. were with our friends and they said hey we going over so-and-so house and you go to and something happens at so-and-so house and then your parents are like what the fuck was you doing there i was just hanging out with johnny I just yeah. sprinted over many offenses to get back into the legalized zone that I was allowed to be in. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit, this one went up. Let me get back to where I'm supposed to be. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, you, you just got to be way more polished than that, Jerry Jones. But, like, look, man, cancel culture is real. Yeah. And motherfuckers will come up with shit that you did, obviously, 50-something years ago to ask you, what were you thinking back then? <laughs> Nigga, I don't know what I was thinking about 15 years ago, exactly. let alone 50-something years ago. Exactly. So for everybody that's listening to this podcast that probably got pictures of me doing something <laughs> stupid, please don't do your boy like that. Before I was a DJ, I was the dancing drunk dude in town. So I know yeah. people got pictures of me doing shit. And I got many of Nietzsche shirts that got scrubbed floor muck all over the back of them from falling a thousand times. So I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised though. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't. You know, what's the other dude's name? The uh, command is it the commanders now? Yeah. yeah. Ain't he in Snyder. some shit? Yeah, like yeah. trying to sell, ain't he? These owners ain't. You know, they not the best of humans. Hell I, no. I don't. Uh, if I, I don't remember how Jerry Jones treated the uh, kneeling, but I definitely remember that nigga scowling at the camera like on one knee at one point in time. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it was a rocky situation. It yeah. was it was bad. It yeah. was just not genuine. Right. Just not genuine, man. And Jerry Jones. <laughs> I mean, what we we're going to expect. Yeah. <laughs> like, I exactly. like I said, I ain't surprised, man. Exactly. Yeah, man. I just I just really want those emails to come out from the NFL with these dumbass people on here talking on corporate, I mean, on company emails. Using racist slang. That's gonna blow up the NFL. Oh, I love it. All right, man. Big big shit happened or did not happen in the city this weekend. Grammy nominated Glorilla was supposed to be here in the city, uh, not Thanksgiving tonight, the night before Thanksgiving, tearing down the arena. Probably gonna be one of the biggest shows 
in recent years, like she on top right now. Crazy packed. Yeah. I know things. I won't say certain certain things on this microphone, but I know things. Yeah. But the most important thing is she you missed her flight. Them all, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she 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 missed her flight. She wasn't here. She didn't do the show. Most important thing is she'll be coming back. Yes. She'll be coming back to the city in December to tear it down. No date yet. Keep a lot to your <laughs> social media accounts to yes. check out the date. But she will be back. What did y'all think when y'all heard that she didn't show up? So I work at Edible with an elderly crew of people that are like retired, just doing something to stay busy. And this is like their speed. And I work with a crew that are like 19 to 25 in college, out of high school, first job, getting their feet wet in the work field. So the younger crew was all about, they had been buying tickets. They was getting fits, Mm. hair appointments, nail appointments. I'm hearing it from both ends. I work with guys and girls. So, up upon the show, uh, one of our young employees was like, I can't wait for the night. It's going to be turnt. My dude got a section. <laughs> I, I, I randomly come across the post seeing how much said sections cost. And I'm yeah. like, pretty penny. So uh, I'm, I'm waking up. I'm an early bird. I'm trying to see what happened. I'm, I'm trying to see because, oh, uh, shout to our avid listener, big brother OP. Amazing. He had an amazing Facebook post talking about how the Wednesday night, the Thanksgiving pre-night yes. used to be like a staple at, you know, when we were in our 20s to go out. That was a party hard weekend. Everybody's in town. So we were kind of reminiscing on the days of old. I woke up to see how the partiers went. And the first thing I see was like, and I'm, I'm up early. So I'm like, it's like four o'clock, five o'clock. I'm like 35 minutes ago, Al posting. 30 minutes ago, mm. so-and-so posted. I'm like, uh-oh, don't look like so-and-so came. So I'm trying to figure out the why. So I'm trying to head to Glorilla's Twitter. I'm trying to find. <laughs> I'm not seeing nothing. I'm not seeing nothing. It took till like mid-morning for this airport video or <laughs> Walmart ceiling, whatever it was, to come up and and uh, with the someone in the background playing the voice of uh, I can't let you on this plane without going through this. Yeah, we never saw the person. Yeah, it so could, it could really have been anybody, been right? Sis so or... <laughs> it was just a little, I don't know, a little, a little mid on the apology. And um, that's when I knew. I was like, well, here comes the, the fun for the day because <laughs> I knew the post was going to get crazy. Um, you started hearing just about who all spent what. People were trying mm. to perform. They paid to perform. Mm. I mean, it, a lot, that's a lot for a, a club to deal with on a birthday slash Thanksgiving weekend for the owner. So. Yeah. I want to jump on that. The night before Thanksgiving used to be amazing. Amazing. Amazing right? kicking it. Mm. Dizzle, what have you nights. heard or what did you see? How was your experience with this? Um... I was, you know, I'm not going. I wasn't planning on going, <laughs> but I'm just, like, excited for the fact that, like I said, one of the hottest artists out right now, coming off of a big super hit, uh, hits. Yeah. Um, probably one of the biggest to come to Dayton uh, in, in recent times that I can remember. I think, what, the baby came a couple years ago when yep. it first started popping. Um, but nah, man, Grammy-nominated artist coming out here is good for the city. Yeah. Um, sucks hopefully she does come in december i don't know if it was a money situation 
but I rarely believe that the missed flights be the reasons. I just don't believe it, especially with the video, like you said, got a person in the background just saying they can't get on the flight. We don't know if she's at the airport, like you said, at Walmart. She could have been at the airport bar and the person that was just playing that, you know, behind the camera yeah. voice. It's, it, so I will give day and promoters this. Since in, in my 15-year DJ career in this city, Dayton promoters overall have been amazing at getting the the talent that's about to blow mm-hmm. on contract early for mm-hmm. said price and said date. Yeah. And then the blow happens up mm-hmm. yesterday, yesterday's price. And it makes it to amazing, right? So we're like, you excited for it. I, I can remember, I mean, we had Young Plies, Young Rick Ross in my early years of DJing like Club Cream. I can remember those being booked on the early side of their careers and they turn into who they are, right? So I was excited, kind of like Dudo said, a Grammy-nominated artist that then got booked on Thanksgiving weekend. Like, that's... That's the biggest turn-up. I mean, they had the big screen in there. I I drove by Friday, Thursday or Friday, literally saw them unpacking that shit into a, like, an RV bus. Like, it was on to the next city type shit. And... That, that, that's what I, I drove by there and was like, damn, they really, they really brought like this. This was going to happen. It just was the talent didn't make it. So they spent a lot of money. Um, I'm sure they're dealing with a lot of phone calls and a lot of complaints. And uh, hopefully, it all works itself out because uh, that's nothing you want to deal with. What's the refund policy look like? No refund policy. That's what I heard. Ooh, I, I I won't be touching that. But <laughs> what, what I will what I will say uh, is. <laughs> I attack it from a different angle. I think you guys attacked it perfectly, talking about the artists and all that type of stuff. Look, man, I I would never want to be a promoter. It's a tough, tough, ever way to live. Ever, like it's a fucking headache. Working at the radio station is a headache enough Mm -hmm. for all the things that we have to deal with. But being a promoter and being your livelihood and dealing with an artist potentially not coming because you have no control Mm. you can book the flight for the artist book the hotel for the artist you've paid all this money in advance for the artist and then you're at the artist's beckoning call to show up at said day and then your reputation is on the line if Mm -hmm. said artist doesn't show up like so now you have to deal with the backlash of the people Mm-hmm. And the people are your patrons. The people keep the money in your pocket. But you as a promoter, you have to do cool shit. Mm-hmm. You have to bring artists like a Glorilla. You have to bring a Cardi before she's Cardi B everywhere. Right. You have to do these things in order for people to, quote unquote, trust you and say, hey, man, promoter X does great work. He brings dope acts to the town. He's bringing people that we never thought we could imagine rubbing elbows with. Oh, man, this, that, and the third. You have to put yourself out there to do that. And then you just play the waiting game and the hoping game. And then you have a situation like this where allegedly she missed her flight. So now you have to rebook. Now you go to her page. You find out, oh, she's going on tour in February. She'll be on tour from February until, like, what, April? Yeah. So obviously it's not happening then. Right. Like, oh, man, she's a Grammy a nominated artist now so you know 
today's shit. price is going up. Yeah. What if when, when is the Grammys? What if she win? Like exactly <laughs> that shit. But boom. But this is why you have contracts, and this is why you book these artists like in July yeah. for this date. So hey man, we paid this price. This is the price you coming. So I was already knowing like if there is a make good, it's gonna be in December. Because I'm sure her handlers and her people is like, all top right, of the year. Top of the, the year. The price is <laughs> and if y'all want her to come back, y'all got to pay a little bit more. So no. The the December is the window. So now you're at the beckoning call because I mean you had the perfect night. Yeah. You as a promoter knew, hey, you know, going into Thanksgiving, not only is everybody gonna be ready to kick it, but everybody's gonna be home. Yep. You go. I mean, I know there were people from Detroit there, people from Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland that came down because she was gonna be here. Mm-hmm. So all that you could deal with all that. You sold all these tickets, and now you got I won't say egg on your face, but you know you got a situation where she didn't come, but you had the perfect night. Now, what's the night gonna be? They're gonna say, "Oh yeah, I'm only available on a Monday, a Tuesday." You had the perfect mm. night for it to do crazy. I mean, it already was crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was packed. It was wall-to-wall, but you didn't get the performance. So now what? Yeah, I'm only going to be able to come on a Tuesday uh, from 6 to 8. Right, right. So right. now you have to deal with that as a promoter. That is a racket that I would never, ever want to get into. It yeah. seems like a pain in the ass. Great when things go your way. But to be like at the level of, you know, um, the Blacks Collective that brings like New Edition and all mm-hmm. those type of shows, that's different. This is from the ground. Yeah. You have to get from the ground to the top. It's just a racket that I, I could not imagine yeah. or even want to be involved in. Yeah. Favorite meme, though. Just favorite, favorite funny was definitely uh, there was a bunch of glow worms in the building upset <laughs> that Glorilla wasn't there. And, and, Somebody asked the dude, uh, why your 40-year-old ass upset that she wasn't there anyway? He was like, I came for the glow worms. <laughs> and then the post ended with, like, from now on, anybody partying to that song will be referred to as glow worms. Wow. So, I saw something that was like, she would have came if it was at the hair arena. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong arena. Wrong arena, man. man. But, you know, shouts out to the promoters, man. They yeah. continue to try to do cool shit. It'll work itself out. Yeah, hopefully. and if you still up that clubbing age and you love to have a good time and all that type of stuff continue to support these dudes man because they i mean nobody else bringing them yeah. <laughs> hell the radio station ain't bringing them right, right, right. <laughs> i can i can assure you that because right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking headache yep. yeah it's a fucking headache uh real quick man before you slide up out of here man some quick hitters uh takeoffs uh murder suspect little cam the fifth oh my gosh uh has been arrested on gun possession charges, which is a felony. Just throwing that out there. Not sure if y'all heard about that. I saw it this morning. I read that this morning. Um, I thought that fifth was like a typo, but I guess that wasn't. That is part of his name. The little whatever the fifth. I saw that little fifth in the article. I'm like, why is this random fifth in the name? But, <laughs> um, to each his own. But I had yeah. to read that twice. Yeah. Um, hopefully they get that. That's a uh, unsolved crime that can't stay unsolved we have mm-hmm. to solve that one absolutely Dizzle, you got some news about sweetie yeah man um she only sold two thousand copies of her mixtape did you check it out Kelly? I, I did not I didn't two thousand copies two thousand yikes don't ask me tough did you check it out Dizzle? <laughs> i didn't i, I checked didn't. out her instagram page I said, yeah yeah <laughs> but nah man I'm, i was just asking is this normal for like artists 
that blow up quick. Like we see the baby out here selling uh, BOGO, buy one, get one tickets. Um, yeah, he was the rise and out. fall came quick. Quick, fast, in a hurry. Well, the baby had to deal with some cancel culture stuff, mm-hmm. talking about the gay community and HIV and all that type of stuff. Um, but for, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, do these art acts have core fan bases? Right. Do they have a core fan base? Like, we talk a lot of, we make jokes about Nas the last couple pods, but Nas has a core fan base who's going to listen to his projects whenever they come out, mm. X amount of people. Then you throw the Hit Boy situation on it, so you get those fans. So those core fans are going to listen. Does Sweetie have a core fan base? That's what I was going to say. I can remember early on, I keep referring to my old ass and this long DJ career I've had, but I can remember like Dondria, like that artist from Atlanta. She was had the buzz, had a hot song, had a hot video. What's the name of the song? Because it's not ringing a bell. Um <laughs> You're the one for me. You're the one. Ah, yeah, You're yeah. the one for me. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I feel all over my body. No. Nah, that's a, that's a joint too. I mean, it was. I'm glad we were recording that. Yeah, <laughs> she, it was a banger. But like, she had, I think, the first week, like in the low thousands of of sales, and she still tried to be. All right, I, I follow her on social media. I still see her. She does this show at this casino at this. You know, she's still working, but it's like. That core, having those big numbers, like I think those days are far and few between mm. for artists. Like it's more so about hopefully balancing what you can create within that space you've made famous. What what other incomes can you create in that time? Because that artist window seems to be quicker and yeah. faster than it ever has before. Yeah, especially when I mean, and Sweetie got hits, which is why I'm confused. She got a she got a few joints, a few bops. I think she's more of a. You summer. remember Jola being in one of his one of the videos, dude from here. I remember Jola for sure. He was in. He was like one of the, the star love acts. interest. Yeah. This yeah, this is a joint too. I feel it. I love it. Ah, body. okay. Yeah. Had the so so deaf stamp too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and it was just that similar. Like she was rolling that summer. I remember. I, I had the songs on my laptop. I don't know how I got them, but I got them. <laughs> and I just remember that when her album came out, the shocker of it being such a little sale number led to just drop from so so deaf doing her own thing, and it's just it's been a win a, a spiraling effect ever since. So not having that solid fan base is a uh, can happen to a lot of people having the big numbers happens to less people than you than you think like it's very small group of artists that 30 40,000 units or whatever first week type Mm. shit that don't happen no more especially nowadays I mean when we can just stream your music we can choose to or choose not to you know Mm -hmm. you know back in the CD days you actually made an investment not only to drive to whatever location you buy your CDs at but to cough over 20 bucks to mm-hmm. buy said CD. Now, you know, we can continue just to listen to the same songs that we always listen to or, you know, people can go back and listen to the, the old shit because they got Apple Music or Spotify or shit. They can listen to your shit on YouTube too. I, I, I hate people won't get the experience hearing track one of said CD in the parking lot while you read in the inside of the <laughs> CD. Yes, sir. Waiting, not even pulling out a parking lot to you on like track three. Like, man, good old days. Good times, man. Oh, shit. Hold on. I know we jumped into quick hitters, but no blank November. Dizzle, you had a story about that. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, uh, Killer, I think you called it. Uh, your boy about to be a daddy. Whoa! You gonna wait till the 54th minute to tell us this <laughs> shit? What? Yeah. I told you it was gonna be backed up. Man. I told you. Congratulations, yeah. man. Appreciate it. Where did tequila, my niggas? I would have brought something. Nah, man. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Yeah. How you Damn. feeling? We got to extend this. You got to be late to your next stop, kid. <laughs> How you feeling about this? Uh, cool. I don't think it hit me all the way just yet. Um, cause we still got that initial doctor's visit, yeah, yeah. ultrasound. So I think it'll hit me more then. But shit, man, my wife been taking pregnancy tests. We done took about eight pregnancy tests and. Shit, them bitches come up positive quick as fuck. Y'all must have, <laughs> y'all must have ran out of the cabinet supply. I, bro, bro, we stopped doing the plan. Yeah, we stopped doing the plan Bs. <laughs> yeah, like, that was conversation that the wife and your wife had out on crew brewing. Yeah, so we actually we stopped doing that a little bit ago, and just was kind of like whatever happens happens. Nice. I think the uh, no uh, masturbating had me at full strength. Yeah, you know what the I mean. Marchers and soldiers was marching. Yeah, they was on a mission. <laughs> they was on a mission. We got business to handle, Damn, sir. Damn, that's that's what's yeah. up, man. Wow. I, I, I hate that the weekend weekend cleanups won't involve alcohol anymore for a little bit, but yeah. super congratulations, man. Appreciate Wish it. Nothing but the best with that. Wow. Yeah. That's what? what's up. He's going to tell us at the end. Right. Oh, by the way, uh, <laughs> my life's about to change. Yeah. Yeah, we got the uh, doc's appointment, I think, December 7th. So I'll know some more info then. Nice. Get some get some ultrasound pics. And it feel feel real, man. But, you know, she's not showing her nothing. Right. I'm thinking it uh, just happened. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, she's wild. Very wild. <laughs> Do this this uh, quick hitter uh, is gonna sound funny. Uh, Bang Bros. <laughs> they uh, submit plans to naming rights for the Miami Heat's arena. Um, Shut up. Yeah. If they call that Bang Bros Arena, Bang Bros they said it was Arena, be BBC Bang Bros <laughs> Bang Bros Center. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. They done made some cash if they buying arenas though. Yeah, we, we all know who Bang Bros are, so. Wow. Like, Damn. I'm still in shock with the yeah. news, bro. Shit. <laughs> gonna tell us at the end of the pod. Hey, man. Fuck yeah. it. You yeah. can't make this up, yeah. podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Papa Dizzle. <laughs> we out till next week. Peace. Wow.